0: To another episode of the FPL Amateur of Oz podcast. Joining me tonight is one of Australia's best street footballers and one of the best razzlers, uh, D10. How are you, mate?
1: <laughs> I love that razzler has become a thing now. <laughs> Do you know, we were talking about this on, um, well, not on FPL Addicts uh, podcast, but I was talking about it with Matt Day, and I said, it's so strange that razzler became a thing because razzler is pretty much just a word that we've used. Or I've used previously like years ago I think um, some of my friends used to have a futsal team called FC Razzling and it was just a term used like to describe like a baller or a good technical player you know and I went on that first podcast and I was like yeah you know I'm going to have um, Mares in my team I think you know he's a Razzler he always does something good on the ball and like that's how I like to pick players say maximum etc etc and then it just stuck, man. And everyone started just talking about, "Oh yeah, this guy's a razzler. That's a razzler." This and now it, then it became, you know, like it became the razzler picks. It just went on and on and on. Um, so yes, it's very funny that you say one of the top razzlers. Um, but look, look, I like that. I'm gonna roll with it. Um, Is it strange
0: slang? But... Because like, everyone no, I don't just think... was perplexed on um that space because I was on the same space, and now everyone's like, "What's a razzler?" And I was like, "How the what? What's going on?" Yeah.
1: Actually, I think it, I think it might be. It could be Australian slang. It could be Australian futsal slang. So it's an even smaller community um, than we first think. But um, actually, you no. Know, to be honest, I've heard football people say it as well. I'm actually not really sure where it came from. But like the first I heard of it, my mates, you know, had a team called Razzling FC, and uh, yeah, Razzle was it. Well, you know, Razzle Dazzle em is like a. Uh, it's like a dance. You yeah, know, like some with like, dance moves, you know? or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's right. You know, a little bit of razzle-dazzle. Yeah, um, no, I'm,
0: I'm so- all for the razzle, mate. We used to have a bloke in our team that I played with in uh, one of my clubs he used to play at. And, um, yeah, he's known as the razzler. And I remember he did a reverse nutmeg and uh, got two people at once and then uh, scored a goal. It was probably the best bit of razzle I've seen in a while,
1: mate. Amazed two people two for the price or one those are always good that's almost like a double game week but without the postponements
0: <laughs> now nah, the best part was the coach on the sideline saying you've got him trapped in the corner he can't go anywhere and then he just did the step over and reverse nutmeg and I said oh you oh. well, we don't know who he is <laughs> I'd say yeah that's
1: it they don't know me son hey that is that is the best though isn't it when someone saying it's, it's the same as like when someone goes push him to his left he's got no left foot <laughs> And then you just toe poke it and it finishes in the goal and you're like, yeah, that's that's about that's <laughs> Man, the left that's foot there.
0: Classic, classic foots a goal <laughs> is the toe poke with the left foot, the old yeah. stab.
1: Yeah, I, I don't have a left foot, but I score with my left foot because I just shoot, like I'll roll and shoot toe poke it with my left, you know, shoot with my left like that. And uh, it works. Some, sometimes you just have this incredible spin on the ball because you've miskicked it so well that it goes in. <laughs> well, I call it
0: the, um, I'm the same, but I if I don't, <laughs> think, I can kick good with my left foot, but as soon as I think, just yeah, it doesn't end good.
1: <laughs> oh, really? It doesn't happen for you? <laughs> yeah, like literally, in
0: football, I, all the time I score left foot just because they were just the ball rolled on me and I just go bang. But as soon as I had time,
1: yeah, yeah, no, yeah. it didn't
0: work. <laughs> well, we might get into uh, week 21, um, talk about our teams. Um, yeah, do let's do you want to go first or
1: no, no, you no, go, you go first. for it. I you go for you it.
0: Guess. Oh, are you sure? Yeah, mate.
1: Game week 21? Okay, all right. Well, my captain for game week 21 was Bowen. It was a good choice. Um, halfway choice. through the game week. Yeah, well, it was a great choice, wasn't it? Like Halfway through the game week, um, well, everyone had a great choice, I'm pretty sure. Um, halfway through the game week, I was thinking, oh, I should have captained Marez And I was also toying with bringing in Lanzini. I was like, oh, I like Lanzini because he's Argentinian. He's got a little bit of magic about him. We're going to speak about his goal a little bit later. It was one of the questions. And I like him as a player. Yeah, I like Lanzini. But I went with, obviously, I got the the EO hype and everything that's on Twitter with FPL community that everyone experiences. Um, I went with Bowen. And I was like down and out, man, until I had to wait. It felt like we had to wait till 2023 for this (laughs) second match to be played. Um, And then, yeah, when it was played, obviously Bowen come through with two goals. Um, And I had Masuaku as my defender, which I'll tell you, this is a beautiful story of of Game Week 21, just for for myself. I don't think anyone else is going to really enjoy this. But before this match against Norwich, Masuaku came on for, I think, 10 minutes. Slid someone, got a yellow carb, and he was on a negative one. Now I was in the cup, right? I'm still in the cup now because of Masuaku. So the guy I was playing against had almost an identical team to me. And I was like, oh my god, if Masuaku didn't play, Emerson Royal comes on and gives me eight points, right? And I would have been laughing. I also took a negative eight. So I took um I made a transfer, the free one, and I got two hits. And I was thinking, why did you have to come on and slide someone? Like, why didn't you just come on and just kick the ball out or do something that's, you know, two points? Yeah. So I'm thinking something has to happen here. And then I see that he's benched and Creswell's playing as well as Kufal, you know? And and obviously Kufal, he was brilliant in the first match and then he gives the assist for Bowen. I'm like, oh, I've made the worst pick of all time here. Then... With about 15 to go, Mazuaku comes on. His negative one goes to one point and then he gets the assist. And I was just... I was raving, mate. It was early morning and I woke everyone up. My girlfriend and the cat. You know, and it, was, it was just brilliant. I was like, oh, yes. Because someone tweeted me as well. Mazuaku, that's a horrible pick. Is he even going to play? And I'm just like, mate, you know, he's he did one of the most unbelievable skills In the Premier League, he has to be in my team, right? He has to be in. (laughs) So because of that Masuaku assist, I won the cup round by two points.
0: That's so good. Like, the funny thing is you're the only person I knew that had that play. And I think I messaged you in the morning. I said, how good? (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. You did, yeah. You were like, oh, yeah, Masuaku. Actually, Matt Matt Day as well, he messaged me. He goes, bro, he goes, mate, Masuaku. Because it was a VAR goal as well. They, they'd ruled it out, didn't they? They, they like, um, yeah. flagged it offside. And I was like, oh, man, that was the moment. Then they drew it back. I was like, hold on a second. This is his moment, you know? Redeemed himself. Unbelievable. So he bought himself one more week in the La 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 Ginola Select. <laughs> I love it, mate. So that was my uh, captaincy and uh, kind of story for Game Week 21. I see also here, yeah, stars... I'm going to say, obviously, Bowen, Mares. Marez has been an unbelievable pick for me for the last four game weeks. One of the game weeks he didn't even play. The guy's been incredible. I think I did a tweet about it. He had, like... I think it's, like, 32 or 33 points across four game weeks. Unreal. Just, it, just incredible. He
0: trying to get a start every week.
1: Well, this is the thing, right? He's a top goal scorer for Manchester City, and he plays when they need him most. Like, if you watch Manchester City... He plays all the Champions League games until they've qualified. So I think, yeah, well, next is round of 16, right? So if you play the fantasy UCL, you'll want to have Myers in that one. I've got Myers in that team. He didn't play, I think, the last uh, group game because they were already through. And it's a bit like that. Like, I mean, I know he's played against Burnley and teams like this, but that was more when it was like very rotational. Yeah. In the last month, when the UCL went off, that's kind of why I brought him in. And I had this massive plan. I was speaking with uh, the FPL guru, Matt. We speak a lot about fantasy. Like, oh my God, it's, it's probably, it takes up, I reckon, maybe two hours of, of our day in voice messages, just talking about players, people coming in, players to take out, fixtures, FDR, even EO. We get in there, we talk a little bit about that. Um, eye test, differential picks. And I told him, I said, look, this is what I'm thinking to do. Because no one has Mares, right? Because they're like, oh, no, he never plays. It's too risky. Um, you know, 8 point... I think he's 8.7 when I brought him in.
0: Yeah, I um, think was about 8.6, 8.7.
1: Yeah, to have him in... Like, to have that, that amount of points is quite big, right? Like, you can have Bowen, uh, Smith-Rowe, Martinelli, um, Bernardo, uh, Foden. Like, the list goes on, yeah? Jota... Um, it goes on and on and on. You can have so many players for that for that price. And sometimes yeah. or maybe even, even two players. So I said, look, hear me out. This, this is my plan. I'm going to have Mahrez. I'm going to have him in my starting lineup every week. And then on my bench, I'm going to have Martinelli. So yeah. even if he doesn't play, boom, Martinelli comes in. Now, that was going to happen for me this week as well because Diaz didn't play. Martinelli was going to come in. But yeah. obviously Spurs... Um, Spurs Arsenal got cancelled, so Martinelli is not coming in. But I've got Masuaku coming in, so I'm hoping he does another madness. Um, (laughs) But that was my plan, right? I brought Mares in, and he ended up playing three of the four games, starting, and he scored an assist, scored an assist, then he blanked, and then he scored the penalty against Arsenal. So it was just jokes, mate. I think one one week I had him as my captain too, and he got twenty, it was twenty two or twenty four points. So uh, yeah.
0: I like that shout, and we said on a few weeks in our pod that if you are going for plays like that, if you do have that bench option, then it's a win-win because, you know, worst case, you've got a player coming on for two or three points, or you get Mares who just goes off and scores 15 points.
1: Now, yes, that it, it's it's a good theory um, when all the games are going ahead and we don't have COVID and we don't have postponements because yep. during those four weeks, I think I must, I must have played with one sub. So I don't know if it would have worked very well um, had of Mares not played, you know? So yeah, I think I, I got lucky. I got lucky. Um, so yeah, I'd have to say, in terms of stars, yeah, Marez, Bowen. Um, who else have we got here? Who else did really well? Emerson Royal, eight points. People are really, like, mate, people are really getting down on his crossing. And then... The day after, there's this video of him at training, just crossing. He put in maybe fifty <laughs> crosses in this Tottenham um, like training video, you know that they released. And I was like, yes, he's working on it. It's coming. He must, so, must be on Twitter, mate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Either that or uh, Con- uh, is it? Con- yeah, Conte's on Twitter. So yeah. <laughs> Um, He he stayed in the team, obviously. Uh, Salah got me seven, game week 21. I kept Salah. I've still got Salah as well. He's on my bench. Um, I've not taken him out because, uh, well, I know his price has dropped drastically, but I think when it comes time to bring him back in, a few people are going to lose a few uh, 0.1 or 0.2s. Yeah. But, yeah, those were, I think those were the heroes, the stars. The flops, mate, Dennis...
0: Yeah, Get I feel you mate.
1: Dennis, come on. Like I brought Dennis in and the time when I thought to bring Dennis in is when I should have done it. So I was watching Watford, I'm looking at Dennis and I'm like this guy is just scoring. And it's like no Watford this that it's a bad pick, you know, manager sacked, Ranieri comes in, oh it's going to be different. Dennis keeps scoring. Oh, now they've got this FDR, they're facing Chelsea, they're facing City, they're fe- this, that. Dennis keeps scoring. I bring <laughs> Dennis in, and he doesn't play for two game weeks. Comes on, gets me one point, and last night gets me two points. So I'm like, oh, come on. So at the moment, he's the flop, but he's staying there because he plays all the time. Um, and he's very, very cheap, isn't he? I think, And they have a- good fixtures as well, too, at least for the Yeah, c- coming up, field. yeah, yeah, that's right. I think he's got Burnley next, yeah. yeah. So, let's hope they play Burnley, because you know about Burnley, man. They, <laughs> mate, Burnley, they've taken a mid-season holiday, this team.
0: <laughs> oh, mate, it's 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 beyond ridiculous. I I, I feel bad for them, because all they have is Cornet and Wood, and now they don't have Wood and Cornet to DAFCON, so...
1: Yes, yeah, true, yeah, well... What I don't understand the Chris Wood signing really by Newcastle. Oh, I don't, I get don't know. It. I Maybe I mean, it's
0: like um, that tactic where if you can't beat them, just buy their players, and then they get relegated because they have no players.
1: Smart. Oh tactic. yeah, yeah. It's like, like, like <laughs> let's liquidate them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my rank um, after week twenty, where week twenty one, I think I was. Four hundred and sixty k. I can't remember exactly, um, but I'm pretty sure I was four hundred and sixty k. And yeah, well that that's changed overnight. Um, obviously, but this was a good week. This was a good game week. I finished with eighty three points. I took oh, two hits, it. so in, so negative eight. I was on seventy five. So I was very very happy with that.
0: Oh, especially when the average is forty six. So you smashed the average. So.
1: Yeah, well, that, that's it, right? Like, when I started playing FPL, I said to the... I asked the guys, you know, I was like, look, you know, what's a good score? Because you see all these different scores. You see... Like, you look... At, I was looking at the highest points, and I'm like, mate, what are these guys doing? You know? Like, <laughs> who are they picking? You know? And it seemed that the highest points, like, they had picks, the players that play on, like, the Friday night, <laughs> straight away. I'm like, H- how, how are they doing this, you know? Um, and then I found out later that people just keep making accounts, um yeah. you know just just to try and get the highest points so yeah and they they kind of explained look if you're hitting above the average then you're doing well so i kind of made that my um benchmark and yep. my team's done so far for the 22 game weeks there's only i think it was the first week the first game week because yep. i captained um trent alexander-arnold instead of bruno or i didn't have sala i didn't even have sala mate it just shows you how much i I didn't know how to play the game.
0: <laughs> well, there was uh, a bloke, um, I think, in the top, uh, top 1K that hadn't had Salah all season.
1: Yeah, I know. I've, I've heard about that as well. That's crazy, isn't it? That's insane. <laughs> uh, like, just to think of that, you know? Like, I don't know who he was captaining. Probably Trent, I suppose. Because I know Trent's had some really good game weeks as well. Um, I think I
0: went through his team. He had, like, I think one week he had uh, Mount. When Mount sort of went crazy and got, like, 24 points, oh, and he had, like, Ken
1: yeah. and Salah. So. Well me- Mount got a hat trick as well. Like that that week where everyone went Havertz. If you'd gone Mount and captained him, you'd have you know you'd be flying.
0: Yeah, well, I ended up. I think I went someone else over Mount, and then I was kicking myself when I saw it, when I woke up and saw the score.
1: Oh no! Did you do Havertz?
0: No, I didn't go Havertz. Didn't have i I wanted to wait another week because um, I'd already used my free transfer. And I didn't want to take a hit, and I thought I'll get Mount in the next
1: week. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I understand now. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then
0: I'm like I woke up I think towards the end of the Norwich game and I saw it was seven 0 and I went, Oh I wonder who scored and then it just it was just mount was all over the page and I was like, Oh fuck <laughs>
1: do, you, do you know, I think everyone has had game weeks like that where like like even when I built my first wild card, I did my wild card and I was like great, it's set. It had Lukaku, it had Ronaldo, it had Saint Maximin, it had Bruno Fernandes, it had Sala, like, all these players, you know, Kovacic, um, I had Rudiger and Alonso, I had Cancelo, the, the team was set, um, I had Trent as well, and then, you know, Ronaldo and Lukaku get two points, <laughs> and I was like, why, like, like why, why this week, you know, um, no, but yeah, to, to talk about... On that one. To talk about the average, I've only fallen behind two game weeks, so I feel like I'm doing all right.
0: I think usually they say if it's sort of, I guess it's just past the midweek point, if you sit in the top 500k, it's a pretty good position to be in, so.
1: Mm, nice, nice.
0: From what I heard, I just tell myself that when um, I'm going bad, I go, oh well, as long as I'm in the top 500k, <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, mate, you're in the top 10k now. So let's look. Let's get onto your game week 21 because I want to hear about it. I'm I'm taking tips from you.
0: Oh, mate, you don't want to do that. <laughs> game week <laughs> 22. I um, same as you. I captain Bowen got me the 42 points. I sort of I would have captain yeah. um, Antonio or n- probably wouldn't have been cap Actually, I wouldn't have captained Antonio because I sort of I've got him out the week before because I just thought he was looking a bit lackluster. But um, I brought in Soufao, which I kind of. I was hesitant just because I don't really keep clean sheets, but I'd seen sort of enough of him over three games that he was getting quite high, and I was sort of hoping he might jag an assist, which if Antonio could finish in that first game, he would have jagged an assist in that, yeah. that game as well. But, I mean, I'm not going to get too greedy, but I sort of... Other plays I had was... Um, I had Tierney who got the assist, but then I think he got a yellow card. so <laughs> It kind of just mm-hmm. didn't really... Um, make much sense there but outside of that I didn't really have too many good players um someone got me six points but I ended up uh playing a man down because Madison's game got um postponed and then I had Watkins who ended up having COVID so it was um, a plate of 10 players but I finished on 80 points so wasn't too bad of a a week for me I
1: sort of was pretty happy did you take any hits uh no Oh, so, yeah, so you had a great, that's a great game week then. That's amazing. So, <laughs> I was pretty
0: lucky for Bowen. I sort of, after that first game, I sort of thought, oh, please hope he scores the next game. But yeah. when watching that game, he probably should have had another two goals. So, if actually, like, was sitting there going, could have been, like, even better.
1: Oh, against uh, Norwich? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, he's, the last, I think, the last three game weeks, really, Bowen's been incredible. He's been I think been playing he, the
0: crossbar challenge now. You've got to get every side of the bar. He
1: got two. <laughs> you go left, right, the joint, <laughs> and the crossbar. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, but, um, you, you mentioned you had Watkins as well. Yeah, we'll talk about Watkins in a second because it's a it's an interesting one. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It's
0: been an absolute disappointment. I got him in, <clears> and I think <throat> he's got me two points, and then he's had COVID once, and then postponed twice. So I've got to play him
1: once. In four weeks, (laughs) yeah, mate. I've had the same thing. That's exactly it. Like, but now he's like, I just checked the FDR, and the fixtures coming up are really, really good. And obviously, like with the way we've seen Aston Villa playing, um, especially the Manchester United game with Coutinho, I think it it could be his time. You know, it could just be really good timing. Um, Well,
0: he actually played. He looked pretty good.
1: Yeah, he he did. That's right.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I, I finished the week, I think I was ranked, I think I was 37K after that. So I took a, a little green arrow from week 20 where I was 38K. So I took a 1K green arrow up to 37K. So not too bad, that's, but... um, That's class. Yeah. No, I was, I've, I've been actually been pretty lucky the last few weeks. I've had some all right scores. So hopefully, I think I've got about nine players left to play this game week. So hopefully... Um, being oh, at another no? big score. Yeah, I've got, uh, hold on. Um, so, so far I'm on 50 points, and I've still got uh, Kukureya, Trent, uh, Joda, Madison, Bruno, Captain, Bowen, uh, Dennis, and Kane, and David De Gea. Wow. So, I mean, yeah, most of my starting 11s either got d- an- another game or they haven't played yet. So,
1: yeah, yeah. We'll
0: get I'm another pro- Bruno Hall.
1: Oh, that well, that would be ridiculous, especially with the captaincy. I'm on. <laughs> I'm currently on 34 points for game week 22. And I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7 to play. 7 oh, to yeah. play. There's, nice. There's a few doubles in there. I would have had way more doubles because I've, I've had Emerson Royal and Lucas Murrah for weeks.
0: Hopefully they pay um, against Leicester with their terrible defense. Hopefully, I think they will be all right.
1: I think I'll be all right.
0: I'm tipping like a like a three two two all type scoreline where really? Madison bags a double, Kane, um,
1: everyone's going to score. So. No, Tot- Tottenham are. Um, I thought Tottenham were tightening up. To be fair, I don't think. No, they
0: are, but they're versus. They're not shipping many
1: so. goals, are? Huh? you mean they're versus Madison? Just because you have Madison doesn't mean he scores. <laughs> yeah, Is that it? Have you, you picked mate. him? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um,
0: might get on to the Twitter template. I'm not sure whether um, you're accustomed to it. Um, our friend, the FPL planner, uh, come up with a spreadsheet that has all okay. the average of players each week that people have in their teams through the Australian Twitter League. So pretty much just whatever player is the most owned player. That sort of and it fits in the budget. That's sort of the lineup, and then you sort of we see how they go each week and see if we we can beat the sort of template team. So this week they had De Gea in goals, Trent Alexander Arnold, Regulon, uh, Cancelo, Son, uh, Captain Bowen, Joda, Gray, Ronaldo, Antonio, and Dennis. And the average across the league was a minus eight hit, so finished on eighty two points, and <laughs> and then took us back to seventy four. So finished the week going from thirty eight k back to thirty nine point eight k. So small red arrow, and as I say to TN every week, it's always good when I can get one up on the the template team because it's been smash a mean demo all season.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've uh, according to this, I beat it by one point. Exactly
0: mate. So that means you're going good. So if you ever want any um, justification on how or any um, <laughs> on how you're going, mate, you just need to check out how the template team's going. If you're beating the template then you're going good.
1: Should we say that the difference was Mares? What yeah. a pick. <laughs> That's what it, a mate. pick.
0: It's, it's the yeah. Razzler pick. I don't even know what my difference was because <laughs> mine's pretty much almost identical to the template team, which is weird because I consider myself outside the template. But anyway, <laughs> I might get on to the first game, which will cover the last two games of um, week 21. So, Southampton and Brentford, I sort of didn't really have much interest in the game cause I didn't really own any players. But that Yenot is an absolute machine. He just scores worldies. Like he doesn't score tap ins. He just scores absolute worldies. And another game, another goal this week um, in their four one win against um, uh, Southampton. Oh, sorry. No, they lost four. They, they lost four one. Sorry. Um, and I'm not sure if you saw um, Ro- Romeo's um, assist look like Iniesta. <laughs> I think it was some May- Rojas, Bro- Broja's goal.
1: Yeah, no, I only saw the first half of this one and then I had to dip out for coaching because it was an early morning one, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, I think it was 6.30, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, it was an early morning one. I saw Brozier score.
0: Yeah, because the board of Brozier was from uh, Romeo. It was like a 30-yard, just like Iniesta-like pass.
1: Oh, just drilled. Okay. See, I, I, was, I saw him score, but I didn't see the assist, huh? How about that? Uh, anyway. <laughs> but,
0: yeah, I sort of I... didn't really take too much from the game, sort of. I think Mbermo in, uh, in sort of missed a, a sitter as well, so that's just classic Mbermo.
1: Yeah, like, ah oh, the, Brent, the Brentford players, it's like, it's such a frustrating one because, um, like, obviously, there's a lot of people that haven't picked and they had them picked on the FDR, in, like, when they have a good fixture run. And also, in terms of XG... I think Embolo has like some incredible, like expected goals uh, rating. I'm pretty sure he does. Like, I'm, look, I don't follow it. I'm not a, I'm not a, um, uh, a, keepsake on this or like you know a bible on the XG kind of stuff. You know, like I don't profess to be a uh, expert on that kind of stuff. <laughs> but I do know that like he's been hitting the post a lot. He's been hitting the bar a lot. Like, you could say it's super unlucky, right? Because half an inch the other way, and it's a goal yeah you know so it's it's one of those mate with the brentford assets but then again also it's like when you see teams performing well um and again this 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 probably goes back to the eye test when you see teams performing well or you see teams performing poorly even though there's a good fixture on are you going to take the players that are their teams performing poorly if that makes sense you know? Well,
0: that that's so, a good point to make, especially with all these double game weeks. I sort of I think the same opinion I had last week with Everton was you can't polish a turd. Like you can have three games and <laughs> they're still shit. Like, like that's that's way I, I looked at it when looking at sort of teams in double game weeks. And I've, a lot of people bought in Brentford assets, but they just weren't performing in attack. Defensively, they they've looked all right, but <clears throat> yeah, just not great in attack.
1: No. Also, I think Everton. Look, if you did make some Everton picks, you were unlucky as well because one of the games got cancelled.
0: Yeah. No. Definitely. That's that's all I said. I mean, like I was very happy, and I was happy when DCL missed that penalty, but very easily could have got that pen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. it's true. It's true. He could have scored the pen, and um, oh man, luck is like such a big, big factor. I feel in all oh, of this, and- you know. Seventy
0: percent luck and thirty percent strategy in my opinion.
1: To be honest. Uh, well and especially with like I mean, I feel like you can have the best plan, but how can you plan for what's happened in the last five game weeks? Like <laughs> it's impossible. You know, I said I said earlier when we were talking, like um I love it when you know you've got no flags, no nothing, you've got your team set and you've got all your all your players ready and the first game plays and then the Premier League comes out and says, Oh, by the way, one, two, three, these games are postponed. They're like, okay, well, I had, like, six players from those games, so now it's finished. I've got four players playing. Yeah, you know? that
0: was me for, I think, like, three straight weeks. I had, like, seven or eight plays, and I'm like, it's all right. It's going to come good when the double game weeks come around because all these plays I still have are going to have double games.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, well, it, it is, it is good, and it is also, like, it's frustrating in a way, right, because people that had the players that didn't yeah, get cancelled... Yeah. they cop they cop those points and then it's like okay double game weight now I can take hits because I'm like 150 points up on people that didn't have those players and now I can bring in the other ones and I can get more points so yeah, yeah it's, it, I don't know it's a bit of a strange one it, this is my again this is my first FPL season so it's the first time I've, I've dealt with anything like this and I just like I can understand why people are frustrated I can understand why people you know lose the plot with it or you know get angry about that kind of stuff but like I mean, at the end of the day, you can't control it, can you?
0: No. And like I said before, I, I play a lot of different types of um, fantasy and I play NFL fantasy. And um, two of my leagues, I took Christian McCaffrey first pick and he's been injured for most of the season. So. <laughs> oh, and, okay. And then once you do that, it, your, your season's pretty much um, screwed just because – you spend high draft capital on a player that doesn't play, and then you got to try search the waiver wire for a replacement. And usually, running backs are very hard to pick up. So, you know, I, I, that's how I've learned to just deal with it. it. Is what it is, and you just kind of just. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, but I mean, as long as you still enjoy it, that's the main thing.
1: Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, look, I don't. I watch American football. I don't really understand it, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't enjoy it too much. But I got into it after watching Friday Night Lights. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I know, I know Friday Night Lights. I know Friday Night Lights. <laughs> so, man, that's uh, where it all
0: starts, mate. So maybe just um, get the misses and uh, watch it in this five seasons, mate. By the end of it, you'll be ready to play fantasy football.
1: Come, oh, mate. I don't even watch series A. I mean, look. I t- okay, I shouldn't say I don't watch series because the last one I watched was Peaky Blinders, and I loved that. <laughs> yeah, no, that was unbelievable. But look, we've we've digressed. Ah, huh? shall we go to the next match?
0: Yeah, okay, West Ham Norwich. Um, uh, we've already said it before. Bowen master class hit the post yeah. twice. I thought he was playing the the crossbar game. Just needed the trifecta and um, would have grabbed the match ball. But he um grabbed the two goals. Um, Antonio missed the sitter, which I think was off a of Bowen pass as well. So could have mm. been a nice little assist for him as well. But Antonio, I guess. He has looked a bit lackluster probably the last five weeks, but the last two games he's slowly improving and sort of looking a bit more agile. But for me, I just I'm just not going to have him in my team till I see sort of early season form. And you know, as as you've mentioned before, he's a form player, and when he's in form, you know, you have to
1: have him. So I was I was just about to say that like he is one of those players that when he starts scoring, he's going to score a lot. And it'll happen over numerous weeks. And then either, wh- whatever it is, like it could be um, a postponed game or an injury or something else. So like I mean, he got injured last time. But yeah. he, at the start, him and Ben Rama were flying. Like, yeah. you, you you needed him and Ben Rama. I was, I was lucky. I think in my second game week or third game week, I had him and Vardy. And Vardy was my captain that game week. And he ended up getting, I think it was 24 points. I think he did double... Yeah, he got a double double point haul, um, and Antonio scored as well, and Ben Rama had assist. Um, so those like those couple of game weeks right at the start, like Antonio was unbelievable. I think then he had an injury, then he went away because um, I think it was Jamaica had some internationals, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then he come back from that, and it, like he was scoring there too. He was scoring in those games. And then he come back from that and it's like, it's just been, it's been a bit slow, you know, it's not been the Antonio that we saw at the start of the, of the season. Yeah. Um, whereas there's some players and I feel Bruno Fernandes is one of those players um, and same with someone like a a St. Maximin or even a Coutinho. Yeah. They're, they're not reliant upon form at all. Like they just, they can change the game, literally a click of a finger, something, something clicks and it's like, it's all go. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's where, like, if you don't have those players, you're going to miss out. And I missed out big this week because I did not have Bruno Fernandez.
0: <laughs> See, I thought it was more of a um, – just a situation thing for me because it was – as I was saying to Matt that um, I was messaging today, I said it was almost like a process of elimination with the news of Ronaldo and then, like, obviously I had double spurs and then he got postponed so then that sort of made me get rid of the yeah. And then it was yeah. like – I need to own a United asset, and I just didn't think Sancho would play twice. I am like the best asset behind Ronaldo would have to be Bruno. So, you know, that's how I come about it. I guess it, you can say it was luck, but it was also I stayed up all night um, looking at the stats when he played number ten role, and um, yeah, the stats looked pretty good. So I sort of thought, well, I'll take a stab, and you know, worst case scenario he finishes on ten points after two games, and it is what it is. But yeah, no, I was pretty lucky with that.
1: Yeah, no, no. Look, but if you're going to stay up and you're going to do, you know, due diligence and you're going to look at the stats that are available because that's what you can do, then again, it's still about, um, you know, being brave enough to take that punt, isn't it? It's like yeah. when I when I captained Mares and everyone was like, oh, that was that was a great move, you know, bringing in Mares, Well, yeah, but it could, it could have flopped tragically as well, and then it's not a great move, and that's that's, you know, that's more not more probable, but it's just as probable to happen. You know, football is like that. You know, if if you take a penalty and hit the post, you know, the keep and guide dive the wrong way, but you miss, and then, you know, you're going to get the missed penalty points. Like, you get the d- deductions, don't you? So, <laughs> half an inch the other way, and it's a goal. It's like uh, football is very fine margins like that, and FPL runs on those fine margins. Um, and the fact that you stayed up and you, you know... You did the stats. You did did the work. You did the homework, um, and also you read up on certain things, right? Because ah, I even remember when these double game weeks came out. Uh, again, Matt Day and myself, uh, Alex Guru, we were chatting, and I said, "I'm not getting Ronaldo." I said, "No chance." I said, "I'm not <laughs> going to do it. I'm just not going to do it." And he's like, "Oh, you know, but I've been reading and I'm seeing this and I'm seeing." I said, "No." I said, "Don't do it." I said, "Last time we di- like I did this." and i was like why did i get bowen why you know but the second game he come through right now the difference with bowen is the guy's been electric for the last 4 weeks now and, and pr- prior to that should i say now cristiano ronaldo has been scoring for manchester united but manchester united as a whole and you would know this because you're a manchester united fan you watch all their games there's something that's not clicking there at the moment there's something that isn't um, it's just not coming together. So They're in terms of
0: bad. yeah, so bad.
1: exactly right. So when that when that's happening, I, see if I owned Ronaldo, I wouldn't have changed a thing. I would have left him there and gone. Yeah, that's that's the captain. You know, but I didn't own him, so I'm not about to take a negative four. Because if I was taking hits this week, I may have. Um, taking the negative four and put Bruno for Salah because that makes sense because they're similar. Well, obviously Salah's a bit further out now from his performances um, and his ownership, but they're similar in price. So in terms of bringing someone back in, because that's what I'm thinking of now already. I've started to think after AFCON and I've started to think like when Aston Villa get their double game weeks or now there's going to be Spurs going to have a bloody, looks like they're going to have a quadruple game week, you know? Like, it's yeah. just, um, that's what I'm kind of looking at. And in terms of that, if I wanted to take hits and do, you know, get more players on the park, I might have done that Salah to Bruno. But, I, yeah, there was no way I was going to do uh, bring in Ronaldo or anybody else from Man United. Look, David De Gea is a great pick as well. He's been unbelievable. The amount of saves he made. Like, Aston, I felt like Aston Villa should have won that game. I really yeah. felt like Aston Villa should have won that game. There was also a... There was a cross from I think Maddie Cash and Luca Dean, uh, Dinya come come through and like volleyed it, half volley, and then I'm thinking this is a goal. De Gea saves it, parries it wide. Uh, I think it was a header from Watkins. Danny Ings saved. Um, it was just yeah, De Gea's a fantastic pick, I feel. Um, yeah. And Bruno Bruno was the picker this week, unbelievable, you know. So well, but yeah, um, you have to watch the teams, man. You've got to watch how the people are playing.
0: Yeah, no, exactly. We all might get into, it. we might um skip through to the Aston Villa Man United game anyway. Um, seeing we're talking about it, um, yeah, and I fully agree. The last few weeks, United, I think I've I've spoken to you in depth about it. Is you know the easy fix is to blame Ronaldo, but they just can't make five yard passes. They just look horrendous in attack, and that's I've I've had Ronaldo for six weeks. I've kind of just kept him there because when they do play well he's always on the end of it,
1: so... Oh, yeah. Now, that Uh, I agree with as well. That I agree with, because Ronaldo has scored the goals, but the issue was not uh, on the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) It was, you know, it was interviews, it was things that were said, meetings had, and it's all hearsay, right? Because we're not there. So you're never going to get the full story. But as soon as those things start to happen and there's, like, unrest in the club... Um, yeah to perform on the field is very difficult so that was my reasoning around not getting Ronaldo or saying look you know I would if if anyone asked me I would say oh, I would steer clear from him but mate he's he's scored points and when I haven't had him I've felt it as well because there's people that have ended up on like 76 74 points in certain game weeks and I've only yep. got 50 you know <laughs> and if you it's have Ronaldo you... can make a difference
0: like it's one of those things I've fought him for his whole career he's Like, I think um, there was something in his book about how his family, his dad was an alcoholic and he doesn't drink alcohol, but his addiction was fitness and and soccer or football.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: So he, as I said to you, he's so passionate that sometimes it's good, but then sometimes it's not so good. And you're seeing Mm -hmm. the bad part of that now where he's on the field and he's slapping his leg and he's pointing at people and, you know, I feel for him because I'm I'm pointing at the TV, going, like when I think Sancho had a two on one, and then instead of passing at Ronaldo on the back post, he just shot straight into a plate and I was like, mate. And then I think
1: like
0: <clears throat> Ronaldo just looked at Sancho and was like, mate.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know you the one can't that do thought? that
0: because it it knocks people's confidence, and then it just creates a bit of a atmosphere.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, hundred percent. Well, like, mate, like it's one of the first things you learn when you're you're playing youth football, right? Or you're playing youth sport. It's like something doesn't go wrong where you pass the ball to someone and they miss, and then you're like, oh, you know, this that blah blah. One of the first things I learned, hey, coach whistle, hey, come off. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're not gonna have, we're not gonna have that here. You know, that's it. And you learn, you go, okay, cool. So like, I'm not gonna. Um, you know, vent my frustration in that way at the game, you know? So, <laughs> See, the funny thing is it. this
0: morning, I I um, I was I got up and watched the United game. Well, actually, I just ended up sleeping in the theatre room because I watched the 2am games and then I couldn't be bothered to walk back to bed, so I just got a pillow and stayed on the lounge, but I sort of woke up for the United game and um, I think 20 minutes into it, I went on Twitter and it was look how good Betty United are without Ronaldo, and I was like, oh, let's not like, count You know, count our chickens (laughs) before before they hatch because twenty minutes later we didn't. I don't think we touched the ball much that second half. And uh, you know,
1: the second half from when Coutinho comes on till the end of the match, it's just it's ridiculously different. Like it's a different game. The guy he, he made he made such an impact.
0: No, nah, he was, and he was so good. You know, the first person I thought of when he broke through on goal and got the assist and then he scored straight after and I was like, the only person I knew on Twitter that I saw that brought Coutinho in was you. And I just <laughs> like the Masuaku pick. I was just like, oh, he must be. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, I'd, you'd be asleep, obviously, because you love sleep. Yeah. So I was kind of like he wouldn't even know yet and he's about to wake up. To
1: the news that Coutinho <laughs> got a goal and an assist. Right. Do you <laughs> know who didn't get points. that assist? He didn't. He Did didn't he? get awarded that assist. No, no. Let me have a look oh, here real quick. He didn't no, get awarded Nah, he got minutes. Minutes played twenty two, so he gets one point, point. and then goal scored, one. He gets five points. Now, that's the other thing. He got a man of the match. How come there's no bonus points for, like BPs for man of the match?
0: Yeah, I'm not sure how they. I sort of went through the whole BP BPS system just to work at how they sort of uh-huh. come about picking points because I never knew what they considered as BPS. I sort of thought if you score goals, you're going to get it. But, you know, there's about 50 different stats they measure it on. But, yeah,
1: it's, stra- it's strange, isn't it? It's strange.
0: But sort of speaking on the game itself, I sort of thought um, Ramsey looks like he's, be- he's nailed that spot now in the midfield. And, I know that um, Gerard does like young plays, and if they do prove themselves, he's he's very much likely to go for that young player. So I think he's nailed in that team, and his work with Coutinho—they are just both playing one twos all over the field that second half. So I think on top of Coutinho, I think Ramsey might even be a nice sort of bench filler just to go on the bench because I don't think he's priced uh, that too expensive. I'll just double check now.
1: I think yeah, he's not too crazy.
0: Uh, tch, tch, tch. Uh, he's only seen at 4.6, so I could see... Yeah, that's people, all right. That's perfect. People, if, if they don't have Watkins or they've got Watkins and Coutinho like, tripling up and just having him as sort of bench fodder and just coming on if you need him. But, I've, I I mean, he's been impressive all year, but he looked really good um, linking up with Coutinho today. And I sort of thought um, Coutinho just... I wanted to see before I buy... And I've yeah. seen enough today that I, I went straight into um, my app today and transferred <laughs> him in. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah? So I, sort of, I just early, wanted to see him play. But I saw him play. I think it was might have been the Champions League. He came off the bench at Barcelona and he looked so good. And then the next league game, he was on the bench again. And I was thinking, yeah, what's this, going on look, here? He's just a good player. Do
1: you know what's Look, the thing with Coutinho and people are always – uh, say, oh, you know, like he fell off, or what happened to Coutinho? He should have never left Liverpool. Now, the when, when you're coming from, um, well, actually, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say when you're coming from Brazil or South America, because yeah, I'm not South American myself, so I can't really have that as a as a, an opinion. Um, but playing for Barcelona, playing with Messi, he'd said was a a goal, ambition, a dream, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Um, the, the Liverpool he played with, I think they got close to winning the league, or they got close to winning some stuff.
0: I think mean, they um, – he was there for when Gerrard slipped, I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so they got real close. And he was there
0: this season where they just missed out again. I think they – I mean, like I uh, like I say to my Liverpool fans, they choked again and uh, City <laughs> won the title. But I don't think he was, he he, he wasn't
1: there when they won the league, was he? No, he wasn't. He wasn't there. He'd he'd already left. That was a couple of seasons um, back. But the season he left, I'm pretty sure he left because he said like, oh, I want to win Champions League. I want to do this. Went to Barcelona. And then I think Liverpool won the Champions League. I'm pretty sure. Or, Or maybe that was the year that Real Madrid won it when Salah got injured. But obviously Liverpool won it. However, you know, the guy goes on loan to buy Munich. He wins the Champions League. He wins the German Cup. He wins the Bundesliga. He's won La Liga. He's won Copa del Rey. And now he's come back to England. So, <laughs> to look at someone, especially a player, people look at, oh, he's not, he's not played 38 games. So he's fell off or he's not scoring 25 goals or he's not assisting like this. In terms of performance, it's always ability minus emotion, environment, surrounding factors. Yep. This guy is not a form player. Like his, his ability is, it's there, you know, it's just, it's, it's raw and he's unbelievable. Like he can turn it on like that, like I like, could say, like a flick of a switch and I think that's what he showed at Aston Villa. And that's exactly what I expected, because that's the Coutinho that... Well, I obviously speak with bias, because he's one of my favourite players. But <laughs> that's that's a Coutinho that I've seen, right? Te- technically, he's incredible. So if you get players to give him the ball, he's going to do something. A little bit like St. Maximin, like Mahrez, uh, even like Bernardo Silva. Get players like that. Sterling's another one. Get players like that the ball. And they're going to do something. I think Rashford's like that too. Um, yeah, just I doesn't like...
0: have quite the finishing touch sometimes. As what sort of Coutinho and the likes of Sterling have.
1: Again, I think that's environment. You know, because if we look at Rashford Rashford previous seasons and we look at the even the Euros or some of his performances for England, he's been unbelievable, man. You know, like he's a he's... confidence guy when he has confidence. yeah. He
0: literally will never miss, like, he gets one chance, he'll score one goal. But when he's missing goals and misplacing passes, it's almost like he gets in his own head. And then that's... Yeah,
1: of course, of course. Um, I I think he's had a lot of personal things happen. um, Yeah. Like, in his personal life. he was the
0: forefront for all that that COVID stuff and also um, feeding the children as well when... um, uh, I think they weren't being able to afford to get breakfast at school, so he donated money and started up a yeah. whole fundraising thing,
1: yeah he did that was like that started when they weren't playing wasn't it like when the league postponed uh, yeah um, but yeah, that's awesome man that kind of work that's that's incredible um but look san and Sancho's another one of those like Sancho could be really out of it, and I think he's just one of those players that at any moment he can spark and he'll he'll create something for you. You know, he's just got that that ability. Um, and that's what Coutinho is, you know. So, I don't think he's fallen off. I don't think he's... Um, it, I don't think it was his performances that led to him not playing at either Barcelona or Bayern Munich. I think it's no. political. I think it's due to business. I, I believe it's due to contracts, you know. And look, I can be wrong and people can show me that they, that it's wrong. But when he rocks up to a brand new team, you know, he's not played with any of these players. Previously, he knows the manager, and then he comes on and plays like this and scores a goal, brings him back into the game within the space of what fifteen minutes. Yeah, like the guy is a he's a great player. He's a great no. player.
0: It's a it was a win for Grass FC, mate. There's
1: there's no <laughs> you know it, it was literally like for he for just Grass looked FC. amazing. And her- well, look, it was only going to be a win for Grass FC because he <laughs> he's not played in the Premier League this season, so there's no XG. There's no EO. There's no nothing, you know? We've got, we got those stats to go off.
0: No, but I um I just liked where Gerard had him playing. They sort of had him as a number 10 role, but sort of giving him the freedom to sort of almost roam up and play like as a striker or play out wide mm. or whatever he wanted to do. So that's why I think he he's so valuable at that 7 million because he's going to be sitting in behind Ings. He's going to have Watkins and Bundia like... You know, some pretty handy players, and I I think they could actually turn into a very exciting team to watch each week. So I think that, you know, you jumped early and you had your faith, and it paid off. And, you know, he played that good that I sort of got him straight in my side today. So
1: yeah, that's um, quality. That's,
0: I rate that. I like that. I mean, I saw a Twitter um, post, and it was like, why are people making, um, Trades now. That he's not going to go off in value. and value it. I was like, I didn't want to like make myself known, so I just um scrolled past it.
1: But <laughs> <Well>, that happens <laughs> though, man. Like honestly, do you, do you remember the like? Okay, Fred got an assist last night as well. So, do you remember all the all the Fred chat? Yeah, oh,
0: I, yeah. I was I was, I was um, saying. Biggest, I think you um, spokesman.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think you said as well, right? But the, I've got a tweet where I said, look. I'm looking at Lucas Moura. I'm looking at Emerson Royal and Fred, um, and that tweet was maybe what five or six game weeks ago. And I think two game weeks after that, Fred got an assist and and he and he scored too. Yeah, he scored, didn't he? And then week after he scores again. No, not scores again. He assists again. He he has assisted. Um, I think he assisted last game week and he's assisted this game week. Yeah, he's had two
0: goals and three assists in like six games or something.
1: Yeah, five games. And I did say when the management changes, because it's all it needed was like a different, just a different system for him to play anywhere but there. (laughs) Um, And you're going to see a different type of Fred because Fred, when he plays for Brazil, is ridiculous. He's insane. Like, and so again, that's environment. You know, that's that's outside circumstances that are making that making that difference to a player. Um, Fred cops a lot of flack. And look, I understand that, uh, you know, we, we can watch a game and Fred might give the ball away two or three times, maybe more. I I get that. But for what he does well, it, I don't think it's, um, you know, it's not out outshone or outweighed or it's not destroyed by giving the ball away. Every player gives the ball away.
0: Mate, Maguire gives the ball away directly to the other team at least three times a game. So,
1: I mean, oh, look, I didn't, I didn't want to throw other players under the bus, <laughs> but I, I, tried to make my point in generals, you know, like generalities. Yeah. Um no. But yeah, mate, Fred, you know, like he's he's another one. He's another one. Like just he's just skipping under the under the radar. We were talking about prices. I remember when we did all the Fred stuff, and it was four point nine. And then, uh, like that week, he went up to five point zero. Everyone bought him in, and I was. And then I made the. I made a tweet. I said, I, I, I can't get him now, because I'm. I'm like point one out. Like I was gonna get, I was gonna take a hit, get him, uh, with Emerson Royal, and I can't remember who else I was gonna bring in. I was gonna bring in like two players at the same time or three, and uh I, said, I can't get him now, mate. It's too expensive. It's Gucci Fred. <laughs> you know? well that's see it down. <laughs> Before
0: we get on to the next game, I might just touch on: um, Do you like the formation they did today? United they sort of had the one up front with the sort of three attacking midfielders in behind, which has mm. proven to be a better formation with the players we have. Do you think if Ronaldo does play against Brentford, he's going to benefit from that? Because I mean, that's the formation he played in when we I think we won yeah. against United and uh, not United, you know, sorry, uh, Newcastle United and then uh, Leeds as well.
1: Not only that, I think a 4-2-3-1 is also what was played at um, Real Madrid when he was uh, when he was winning a lot. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the same at, um, at Juventus, no?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I
1: think he's he's very used to being that single focal point. But um, oh, look, I think anything's a huge shout right now to say that anything's going to improve what's going on. Um, <laughs> certain things need to happen, you know, like off of the field. And um and not that it needs to be known to the Twitterverse or to, you know, Sky Sports Football or that Gary Neville has to come out and talk about it or anything like this. But things need to be sorted out in the change room. And then once that's sorted and all the players come together, I think that's when we're gonna see a very different Manchester United. Um, yeah. I don't Hopefully. know what I don't know what the issue with Mourinho was or Ole of Solskjaer was or or even Ralph is, because um, I think since Mourinho, the club hasn't really won too much. Um, Oli finished second, um, got got to a final of Europa League. Um, but, you know, like, I, I just, I don't understand why they kind of didn't stick with him, with, with Oli. Um, I think when they find that person that can pull it all together, you're going to see a very different Manchester United. But they just haven't found that pa- that person yet. They haven't found their manager yet.
0: Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. I I do think if he does start against Brentford, I think that it could be a good day for United. That's what I'm sort of banking on because I don't think Brentford have been the same defensively since Rye's gone down injured. So I just think they miss his communication. So I just don't think that they're going to be able to stop uh, Ronaldo, Bruno. I'd say Sancho will probably play because he he got rested Mm. this week. So.
1: Yeah, see yep. how
0: see how we go, mate. There could be some razzling going on in that game.
1: Oh, definitely, mate. Any any Sancho plays, there's always razzling. So he's he's quality, <laughs> man. Honestly, do you know? I saw, I heard Jamie Redknapp talking about him on um, on Sky Sports, and he said, "Oh, yeah, you know, Sancho. He looks good in close. Like in close, he's got amazing feet, and it's true. So, like, why not play to those kinds of strengths?" And he and Redknapp went on to say about that oh but I don't think he can get past players with speed he's done that in the Bundesliga yeah like you can't tell me that you look at professional footballers in Germany and then look at professional footballers in England and say that oh the ones in England are quicker that's like mate everyone's training the same everyone's and, and especially like you know left and right backs like they're all very athletic these days they can do they do everything. They're wing backs, yeah? So you, you've got attacking abilities, have got defensive abilities. It's not as if Jadon Sancho's been playing against poor players when he was in Germany. Um, it's
0: like saying a Ferrari in Italy is faster than a Ferrari in England. Like, it's just... Oh,
1: well, they might be. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, But that's exactly right. That's a great analogy, actually. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure about that kind of opinion. I love watching Jadon Sancho. And definitely, if he's playing, mate, there's going to be a lot of razzling. <laughs> loads, loads of skills. There's going to be plenty of it. Um, well,
0: speaking of Raslan, mate, um, might touch on uh, Brighton and uh, the Palace games. So, the Kukureya, mate, the best hair in the Premier League at the moment, and he's got the footwork <laughs> to match. He is, I mean, he, you know, he end up getting some bonus points, and I mean, they did concede, but he just is just mesmerizing every time he gets the ball. He beats players, his passing abilities. Very decent for a you know fullback, even though he did play midfield in the the Liga La Liga last year. But yeah, sort of fought him and uh, the my new favorite uh, Argentinian McAllister um, had so many games, oh, yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> which my is funny. I did yeah,
0: I didn't even know he's Argentinian. Then I'm like looking up, might have been on uh the Foot Mob ad, uh footmob app to look at stats and um yeah, can't that he's Argentinian? I was like. You know, McAllister doesn't sort of strike me as a, um Argentinian name, but who knows who am I to judge. But I sort of thought they both had pretty decent games, but outside of that, you know, Gallagher got the goal, but he didn't really do much the whole game. So, but I didn't really have a lot of interest apart from just Kukurea hopefully getting a clean sheet and, I, uh,
1: didn't get it. Can I just ask, how long have you had Kukurea in?
0: I got him in my free hit. I mean, I've been talking about him, I think, since they signed him. I sort of um, yeah seen a bit of him in the La Liga, and I sort of thought... I was kind of hoping when they brought him in that he was going to um, be a midfielder, I'd sort of uh, a fullback, but play midfield. But then when yeah, he played back, mean... it kind of took away the appeal a little bit, but...
1: Because I think he is one of the one of the picks um, of a season. Because he's, he's just different, isn't he? Like
0: It's a weird it's, spot because he's 5.0, but... No, he's, like, he's, five point,
1: that... he's 5.1 now.
0: Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm... He's 5.1. But he's in that That's weird right. position where he's not cheap, but he's not expensive, but he's more than...
1: I he's, guess... He's only only owned by 3.6% players. Yeah, mate. He's got 68 points. So if, you look at, if you're looking at defenders... Uh, by total points, 68, let's have a look here, 132, we're going down, down, okay, so he would be in the top, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, he is in, easily, the top, 15 to 20, defenders, in the league.
0: Do you know another amazing stat, mate, that'll blow your mind? He is, is fourth this? in bonus points as a fullback. Really? Yep, yeah, so he's only five points or less in bonus points than Cancelo.
1: Oh, my days. So he'd be getting even more.
0: Yeah, so he, because they're not keeping clean sheets all the time, he's yeah. still getting bonus points, though. He's like a bonus point machine.
1: Yeah, it's because he gets on the ball when he keeps it. That's why. Yeah. Because yeah, he has his incredible footwork. I know we spoke about this previously, but he's also a product of La Masia. That's how I knew about him when he did come to the Premier League. Because I think he actually played for Getafe in, yeah, uh, in La Liga. And he was on loan from Barcelona, but he never played for Barca. And then I think he wanted to go to Barcelona, but they couldn't guarantee him first team um, time. So then he was yeah. like, right, that's it. I'm, I'm going to, uh, to England. Which... Really, it's it's another, well, not a very similar story, but it's kind of like a Hector Bellerin.
0: Yeah.
1: Hector Bellerin was exactly like that. He was at um, Barcelona and then went to Arsenal, but when he was much younger, he was like 15. But yeah, good cool pick, man, career. I think he's a great pick.
0: No, I should have been waiting for a week to get in my team, but I always had too many problems. And then obviously their fixtures weren't great when I finally got a chance to get him in. So as soon as I saw that they had the double game week and, you know, Crystal Palace wasn't a hard fixture. So I sort of thought, you know, worst case scenario, he, he gets a clean shit against them and then maybe gets a bonus point against Chelsea. So,
1: Yeah, yeah. It's also, it's one of those, it's, it's a tough one too, right? Because this season, I feel like there's too many defenders. Like you're spoilt for them. Because yeah. all the top teams... Their defenders are like left wing, right wingers. So it's almost as if we're playing with like five forwards. You know, like you'll have your three pick, and then you've got, you've got, um, either Cancelo, Trent, uh, James is another one. Emerson Royals now come onto the scene. Creswell, uh, I think Luca Luca Digne at uh, Aston Villa now is going to be one. Um, you got Kukurea. There is I'm trying to think, mate. Oh well, Wolves, they had Semedo, they had Marcal. Like these players now with a three four three or a five three two system, it's like they're getting forward all the time and they're getting back, so you're gonna get clean sheet points if they keep the clean sheet. Uh plus this possibility of them just whipping crosses in.
0: Yeah, no, nah, exactly. And I sort of a, he looks like a pretty much a wide midfielder that is playing fullback though.
1: Yeah, 100%. Although, mate, he gets into the corner. He's taking people on 1v1.
0: So. Uh, no, I he might jump, might Sorry, jump go on, in. go on, go on. Sorry. My um, German Newcastle-Watford match, sort of outside of St. Yes. Maximum, prove why he's the ultimate Razzler. Um, his solo goal, I think he dispossessed the player, then pushed him off, and then cut inside and skinned two players, and then just slotted it. So it was uh, the definition of a Razzler's goal.
1: That goal was unbelievable man like just the he he always does that and he always has that reverse shot as well he's done it a yeah. few times where he shoots back across the goalkeeper and um and watching it in slow mo ben i think yeah foster was in goals the cycling gk um he was in goals and he'd started to move already to his left post yeah and as soon as he cut it across, you see him. He goes down kind of like on one knee, and he's just just wrong-footed him. But when he gets going, when Saint Maximin gets going like that, he's so hard to stop. Like even the one he scored last week, or was it was it last week or in, no against Man United? The week before, yeah. He got the ball and just you know cut inside two players and just uh, reaching out inside of the foot. I think he kind of stretched and slid and hit it, uh, and it's just bent into the side of the net in the far corner. Again, you know, unreal. I'm just trying to get here, the attackers. Yeah, he's the third highest scoring attacker in the game. Yeah. Saint- I've had him since the start of the season. He's just Razzler, mate. He's Gucci headband. You have to have him, right? <laughs>
0: he's he's
1: got to be in your team. Dennis with 94, Antonio with 94, and then St. Maximum with 83. Yeah. Um Yeah, I love St. Maximum, mate. Do you know who I'm, yeah. I'm thinking as well of bringing in? And I actually have a, I have a draft team uh, fixed up for a wild card, and that is Joel Linton. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm just... actually thinking of bringing him in, and I know like he's been the butt of a lot of jokes. However, there was twice against Watford where he could have scored. He actually hit the crossbar. He's getting yeah, into off that better back of the hill
0: shot. It was...
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, he's just so big, man. He's like seven foot eight. Um, He's getting into such better positions now with Eddie Howe. He, he may he not make Marcus Rashford. If someone might make Rashford, you have to put them in your team. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel personally, right? You know, like he's, he started to become that player that I saw at Hoffenheim in the Bundesliga. Yeah. So now with Eddie Howe, I don't know. Look, I don't know what's changed. I don't know if it's because he equipped the first part of the Razzler starter pack which is the blonde <laughs> hair, right? He's a they
0: quick that. mate.
1: Mate, come on. Don't call it that, no. no. <laughs> but look, whatever you want to call it, he's, he's, he's got that in his locker, and it's just changed. He's just changing completely. But I, I'm actually thinking of, uh, on my wild card, yeah, to bring him in, because he is super cheap. He's that third option. I'll probably play with one, maybe two strikers, but he'll just sit there, you know? He could be the first sub. He could be the one that if Mares doesn't play... Joel Linton comes in, a little bit of razzle, some nutmegs, some crossbars, happy days.
0: Well, they've actually, their fixtures aren't too bad. They've got Leeds and they've got um, Everton in their next two. So if you were going to bring him in, it's probably two decent fixtures there that, you know, he could definitely get a return in in those two games, I'd say, because Everton just looked diabolical at the back and Leeds, you know, haven't been
1: great either. They're not... Look, Newcastle, their run... Until the end of the season, one, two, three, four. Okay, there's two that are like severe red, and then there's two that are red. There's only four matches that are reds on the FDR. The rest are green and gray. Yeah. So why wouldn't you take the punt? Um, And they've got two games in hand, Everton and Southampton, so they're going to have a double game week somewhere.
0: Sort of, there's a play that I sort of didn't mind the look of. Was Kieran Trippier? He had 96 touches for a wing back, created two chances, and had five crosses. So, I mean, I I know touches aren't everything, but when you're on the ball that much, yeah, like that's that's up there. It's the same amount of touches that Trent Alexander has, um, Reese James when he was you know hauling every week. You know, you want your fullback to be touching the ball, and I think. Might have been 36 or 42 of those touches were in the opposition half, which just shows how high he was playing. So
1: It does. I re- you know what, mate, I love those stats. Those are quality. He is another one of those picks. Oh, I forgot about Trippier. So Trippier is uh, like a Cancelo, like an Emerson Royal, like a Alex uh, Trent, Alexander, uh, Trent Alexander Arnold, excuse me, like a Creswell. He's like one of those players. You know, yeah. exactly what we were saying about Cucurea. He's getting into those same positions now. Um, and especially with the crosses. I, I think it was one of one of his crosses that uh Joel nearly scored from.
0: Yeah, no, it was and my idea around fullbacks, I really hate fullbacks because, you know, once they get <laughs> once someone um, scores a goal, you you fullback's pretty much useless. But if you're getting plays like Kukareya, Tierney, um, like you know, Trent Alexander-Arnold, Cancelo, Trippier, you have the the chance that even if they do concede, they're going to be getting an assist or they're getting the, the bonus points, you know? So that's yeah, something yeah, to yeah. look at for people that are like me and, and not a massive fan of fullbacks, but when you can get sort of players that get involved with the attack, it makes it a little bit better because, you know, if they do concede, they can still get points.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. I was going to say... um, let me just have a look here. I need to bring a... I'm just going to remove this player. Bring in a Chelsea defender. Just really quick, because we should uh, touch on... Let's have we'll a quickly there. talk
0: about Man City-Chelsea now if you want.
1: Yeah, um, we can move on to it. Because I know they've got... See, Chelsea have got missing game weeks.
0: Yeah, I in, think they blanked the same week's Arsenal. Blank, I think, from memory.
1: 24, 25, and 27. Yeah. But then after that, the 6th of March, put that in your calendar because then they've got Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, Brentford. Yeah. Those four game weeks. And then Southampton and Leeds, which, you know, you could probably keep the Chelsea defenders in for that time. And then Um, they play
0: West Ham, so you could probably keep your Chelsea attackers in too because they're, they're
1: shit at the back. (laughs) <laughs> they might fix. They might fix that by that time. All right. No, nah, I'm just, just going to say that
0: just for Damo. I know you'll be. I was listening. about
1: to say that's exactly, and that's why. Look, Damo's not here <laughs> to tell you why West Ham is massive, right? So, while he's not here, we look. They might sort that out by the time that, that comes. You know, cross that bridge when we get to it. That's probably they're probably thinking.
0: But, um, yeah, I sort of. I watched. I've had to watch the the replay of this game just because I wanted to sleep, at least get some sleep in, so... um, Yeah, fair enough. Outside of, sort of, Cancelo, obviously, just proves why he's the best defensive asset outside Trent Alexander-Arnold, where, you know, a lot of people benched him just because they played Chelsea, but, you know, Cancelo, doesn't matter who he plays, you know, he's getting down that wing and he's getting balls into the box, so... I sort of thought, you know, he just did what he usually done. It was a pretty suspect assist. I mean, he passed it to him in his own half, and then De Bruyne just beat about 20 plays and, and slotted it. But yeah. I sort of thought Sterling and Foden both had really good games. Um, they didn't really get, obviously, the fantasy returns, but like you said before with Coutinho, they just, when the ball gets to their feet, they just can do something out of nothing. Can you know, I thought they played um, reasonably good games, but. I mean, apart from that, Chelsea didn't really offer too much apart from, like, I think Zeech had a not-too-bad game, but I w- wouldn't say that it was something that sort of stood out. But what did you think, it's, mate? Because I know you watched the first half, didn't you?
1: Yeah, I watched the first half. Um, and then the second half, I watched uh, a mini-match because I saw the highlights and I was like, oh, OK. Well, you know, to watch 45 minutes now, I to sit there and do that, while I have to watch all the other games. Um, is going to take a bit of time. Um, I felt exactly the same way about the De Bruyne goal. Uh, I saw, obviously, I woke up and saw Cancelo had an assist and a clean sheet, and I was like, beautiful. Diaz, I have Diaz in my team, and he was benched this time. Um, yeah. Which is very strange, because I think he's only missed, like, that's his second game he's missed out of the
0: 22.
1: Um, yeah. So, yeah, very unexpected. I would have loved the uh, six points, uh, possibly some bonus from him, because he's always on the end of something. Um in terms of Foden and Sterling, I have to agree 100%. Um, you know, there was times where Sterling would grab the ball or Foden would grab the ball, and they just beat two players, just like bang, bang, take two players out of the game, and they do one of those low crosses to the back post. Um, there's just no one getting on the end of them in this match. Yeah. Grealish should have scored. Grealish had some great chances. He goes getting onto the ball. He was actually very good 1v1 as well. Um, he keeps the ball very well. Grealish, I thought, did well in this match, better than I'd seen in, in previous matches. Uh, not yep. that Grealish ever does anything wrong, but I think he's kind of like... There was he's just Chris a good Hall-
0: football player, just not a good FPL player this year.
1: Well, yeah, you, you could say that. You know, They said that about Bernardo Silva, but he turned out to be a great FPL player. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, with, with Grealish, it's just going to... Once something clicks, once he scores, I think he's just going to keep scoring. You know, he's going to have his he's going to have his moment because he is just he's a ridiculous talent. Um, with Chelsea, Lukaku broke through a few times. Ziek actually had a few chances. Um, I think Paul. I like Pulisic, man. Pulisic is probably my my pick of the Chelsea uh, forwards, and I like Mount. Um, did Mount play against City? I'm not sure. No, he's on the him.
0: bench. I don't think he. Okay. He might have come on for the last 15 minutes, I think, from memory.
1: Yeah, right. I know N'Golo Conte played. I know Kovacic played. So yeah, I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, I love Pulisic
0: too. He stood out. I think it was last week. Their last two games, he yeah, he looked like he could have about 300 goals.
1: He's just he's just creative, and he gets into great positions. Uh, he's got very good feet. He can dribble. He's got speed. You know, a lot like Ziyech. A lot like. Um, I was going to say Havertz and Werner, but I think they're, they're different forwards as well. Um, yeah. I think it's it's a it's a bit of a shame for Chelsea fans because there was a lot of hype around Lukaku and it just hasn't happened the same way as they, they've seen it, you know? Um, a, a lot like the Ronaldo thing, even though Ronaldo scored a lot more goals. Um, yeah,
0: no, but similar thing where, yeah, just he's been pretty underwhelming to be honest, but... It's almost like he should be at a club. You know, he's performed best when he was at West Brom and at Everton, but as soon as he's been at a big club, he's kind of just... I don't know whether he just... It's almost like he just doesn't fit in to the system.
1: Who was it? Inter Milan. That's a huge club.
0: Oh, I mean like in the Premier League, like... Yeah, yeah, in the Prem.
1: Yeah. But you'd you'd feel like it would translate, right? You'd feel like it'd come across. Yeah. Yeah. Again, man, environments. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Like, I I left Cancelo on. Uh, obviously went with Diaz as well. I went all in on a city uh, clean sheet. Um, I, sh- yeah, I could have even probably brought in another city player, but I didn't want to take any hits this week. Um, yeah. d- due to, I already had, like, six people or six players having a double game week, and then that changed, obviously. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, but oh man, I've just I've said a, a blank there. But yeah, no, I left Cancelo. I thought, that's right, I was talking about Chelsea. Um, I thought about the last game where we saw Chelsea versus Man City. And I actually think Chelsea was closer to Man City at that time. But given yeah. the past 12 City fixtures, like the only time City looked troubled was the first 15 minutes against Arsenal.
0: Yeah.
1: And then... They control the game after that. Yeah, um, no. He... You know, so, you know, you can say red cards, yellow cards, things like this, but that was the only time City looked trouble uh, in the last 12 games. So I, I thought, yeah, there's going to be a clean sheet. That's why I left Cancelo in. Yeah. No,
0: I sort of thought I had Sterling, and I obviously got him out of my free hit. Um,
1: but You've I had didn't... him for a while, haven't you?
0: Yeah, I think that I've got him in about three weeks. I think he was – actually, it was my – who I downgraded from Salah when I got him out about two weeks ago.
1: Oh, you got you took Salah out two weeks ago?
0: Yeah, when they got that uh, postponement, mm. I think it might have been against the Leeds.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of –
0: yeah, they had Leeds, and then I think the next game they were going to play was against Chelsea, and I kind of thought, well, he's – um, I didn't think he would score, even though obviously – um, oh, what a goal. Anal- what a goal. And the Linux FC were telling me that Grass FC was going to be in the mud, which turned out it was <laughs> because he scored. But um, I, I, the only reason I really played my free hit this week was because I had players like Sterling that I didn't want to get out permanently because I want them for their fixture run. Yeah. So I just had too many players and I wanted to keep Sarr in goals, but I wanted David De Gea just for this week for the double games. So I kind yeah, of yeah. Just yeah. That's kind of my thinking behind the free hit this week. I I didn't want to use it, but when I sort of thought, I don't really want to get rid of half these players, but I would prefer not to have them just for this week. So, um, yeah, got out the Man City players this week. But, yeah, for me, that's all sort of I took out of the match. Not really interested. Like, KDB had another good game, but I just don't know whether I would have enough money to go from Sterling back to him before Salah gets back so
1: he's just he's a lot of me. yeah he's a lot of he's a lot of pounds and he, he's a lot of money
0: so he's 12.1 now he went up overnight so
1: yeah 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 he is no. like in in terms of where he plays um, obviously it's that season where he had 20 assists and Bruno had 20 assists you know um, that's what's left his price out there but this season has been different, eh? and he got COVID as well. And I think he had the long COVID. It took him a while to come back. Yeah, um, no, he's and been he, off for a bit. Yeah, even then he's come back increment, uh, like in increments, incrementally. Um, but again, he's another one of those players that, like, you know, he, he's unbelievable. He can get the ball and just change the game. So, no, it's, uh it's one of the punts you have to take. One of those FPL punts.
0: Um, before we get on to, obviously, the the last bit of the problem, might just touch on the Wolves-Southampton game. I'm not really interested in any attack. I mean... Um, <laughs> Traore! Did, he, he scored! <laughs> Podence did um flash. Like, he, he he just reminds me so much of Traore. You just get sucked in because he just... He looks Potence. so flashy. But he just doesn't score. Just doesn't sort of finish those chances. But I would Potence talk about...
1: Podence is classy. Sorry, yeah. He's yeah. classy and he's cheap. He's such a good player. He's he been—I've been watching him for like the last three, four weeks. Because I think he's such a foot, differential.
0: Five foot three tall as well. I didn't realize how short he was.
1: Yeah, yeah, low to the ground, man. Good, good agility.
0: He reminds me of um, Shakiri.
1: Yes, he plays very yeah. similar. Yeah, just
0: without the calves. <laughs> just Shakiri was all calves. <laughs> just kneecaps, No.
1: He must have weighed like 85 kilos and at least 15 kilos was carbs. <laughs> um,
0: the touch on the plays I sort of I took out of the game was obviously Sarr. Uh, I have probably have a little bit of bias. I picked him up week three and just for the Wolves fixtures, but then I had other problems and kept him in and then he just kept scoring well. So I sort of uh, I watched a few highlights um, when Wolves signed him. I sort of went on to YouTube and did my research before the season started because... You know, I thought they do set themselves up quite good defensively. So when I saw the highlights of him um, the previous season, I sort of thought I have to get him in. So he's he's actually been really good this year. He's the be- at, at the moment, as we speak, he's the best keeper on fantasy at the moment. But um, I sort of thought he's yeah, one of those players, yeah. players that will get bonus points and save points. So even if he's not keeping clean sheets... He's yep. still getting like four or five points anyway. And he got nine saves against Southampton. So I think him, um, Aiton Norrie had an, a pretty decent game. Cody, another decent game. So for me, those are probably the three people I'd be looking at if you were wanting to bring Wolves' assets in. I don't think they have a couple of good fixtures coming up and then I think they hit a run of maybe three bad fixtures. But as I said, he gets a lot of saves and, you know, those games against the City and Chelsea and... Teams like that, he's still getting save points because you know, that he's getting this peppered with balls all game. So definitely, I was, he's
1: in. I, I agree with you one hundred percent, and I think he is the better pick because I brought Ramsdale into my team. I got sucked into the hype again. Uh, Ramsdale was making <laughs> all those saves, you know, doing yeah. really well, and now I've still got Sanchez starting and Ramsdale in the bench. So, what's the point? You know, like I'm thinking um, I'm gonna when I do either wild card or when I have like a transfer at my sleeve, I will do Ramsdale to Jose Sarr. I will make it happen because you're exactly what you're saying, you know, like have a look at the goal. Let's just talk about Ward-Prowse as well. Have a look at the goal.
0: It changed directions twice. Yeah. You can't save it.
1: Man, his, his, his knuckleball is a joke. His knuckleball free kick is silly, but I've seen him hit it with the inside as well. The in-step curl, where it where it like dips over the wall, so he can strike a knuckle ball, and he can also do the inside like whip or over the wall, you know. Yeah. He, I, I know his manager come out and he's like, "Oh, he's the best free kick taker in the world." Okay, um, not much to say about that, but <laughs> he, he kinda, is.
0: That free kick reminded me of um, peak Ronaldo um, in the Premier League, you oh, like against 0-8. Portsmouth, yeah,
1: against and Portsmouth I think Middlesbrough as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. Or what about the one that he did against uh, Arsenal in the Champions League, where he just whipped it from like way out on the wing, um, yeah, and it, fl- it flew over. I think it was Almunia who was in goal. Yeah, th- it was it's exactly like that. That that kind of freaky, you know. Rashford's done one as well. Rashford's yeah. done a um, a uh, knuckle like that. It was just an unbelievable goal, man. Like no one was going to save that. All the other chances, Jose saw saved. Like. Unbelievable saves as well. They look like they were going in and he's just tipped them over the bar. Headers from like point blank from in inside the six yard box. He's, you know, parrying them, hitting them away. Um, yeah, he looks very impressive.
0: Sort of reminds me, I think, when I had Ollie um, Ollie Walker Pill on the podcast, um, I was sort of describing it as like that YouTube video of the cat where they're kicking yeah. the paper balls and it's just like saving everything. I so said that is Joe's Jose, Jose
1: are you saying that he saves a video editing?
0: Yeah, but I don't think it's a, it's a, <laughs> a, it's a fake video. He, he said, yeah, just,
1: yeah. No, he goes, "I'm just going to
0: let you know um, that it's actually a fake video." And I said, "Well, it still fits yeah. my point."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It sure does. It's a good representation, exactly. oh um, ah.
0: but yeah, outside that, I don't really want to talk too much. I didn't really watch too much of the game, just sort of flicked across every now and again to sort of see how my boy Sar was doing, just because I, I was hoping they were going to concede, because I'd picked David De Gea over <laughs> him for this week. So um, yeah, might get on to, usually we do differentials, but obviously because they're in the middle of the the round at the moment. So we might yep. just head to players that you're looking at. So i just put Watkins and Coutinho double up. I've uh, got the double up now, thanks to my early transfer of Coutinho. So I really think their fixtures coming up are, have very good fixtures. So um, those are two players that if you don't have them, I'd probably be watching. And if they do bang this week or the next week, sorry, that they play, I'd definitely be getting them in. So I know you probably agree with that as well because you've spoken fondly of Coutinho.
1: 100%. And also about Watkins, you know, because we've spoken about Watkins. I think the, the, the week when... Aston Villa played City. I saw... Uh, that was when Oli Watkins really came onto my radar because I was watching the full match and I was like, this guy is going to score goals. And then since then, yeah, he's had COVID. He's been sick. There's been cancellations, postponements. Um, and he's got like two points in in the last match. <laughs> so I think he's going to come good. And um, yes, the fixtures coming up are ridiculous for Aston Villa. So I think Watkins-Coutinho is a great double up. Other players to watch... Joel Linton, <laughs> uh, and I only say Joel Linton because everyone knows about St. Maximin, you know, I think Joel Linton's one to watch, um, Richarlison, another one, another one, because uh, obviously Rafa now out, um, sacked today, so Rafa's gone, uh, there's going to be, I think Duncan Ferguson is the interim manager? Yeah, I
0: think I've heard that, yeah.
1: I think he's going to be the interim manager, um, and if Richarlison gets to play, that guy, he just finds the back of the net, man. He just scores goals. Well, so they I think have Villa,
0: in... Newcastle, Leeds, and Southampton, and Villa have shoot two goals at United, and I wouldn't say that Everton in attack they had the potential to, you know, put goals on. You don't think so? No, I think they do. I think
1: they. Oh, they do. Have... They do have the potential. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Of course. Like, look, Everton might lose, but they're going to score. Yeah. So, yeah, in in that case, you know, and look, uh, Calvert-Lewin's a part of that as well. So those are are the players I'll be looking at.
0: Um, And also we've got a segment called Shit the Bed, so any player that was underwhelming (gasps) that pretty much shat the bed. I sort of, I'm going early. I know the game week hasn't finished, but evident. I sort of, I sat through, because I had DCL um, at 2am watching them and they were horrendous. (laughs) It's like, it was like watching... um, I guess watching Man United against, um, who was it, Southampton, we had a one-all draw. It just was horrendous. And if it wasn't for DCL, I probably either would have went back to bed or I would have watched another game. So I'm putting them in my shit-the-bed
1: segment. What about you, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, look, I don't, I don't really make comments upon segments like this. But look, I'll, 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 go with you because I think Everton's been like this for the best part of this season. Uh, it's a quite a bit of a shame because I think Evertonians or the Everton fans, very, very passionate. Um, you know, they've had to put up with the Liverpool stuff for a while now, yeah, and um, it is, it is sad to see. Like, I, I think I remember waking up watching Everton versus Wolves, and. One of the goals was one of their centre backs passing the ball back to Jimenez, who then just took it around the goalkeeper and tapped it into an open net. And <laughs> I was mate, just I had wow.
0: Jimenez that week, and I was absolutely like,
1: flipping, "Oh, mate, I, I was, was so flattering. confused. I was so confused by that game. I was like, it just looked like it looked like the players didn't want to play with each other. You know, like it's just one of them. It was yeah, it was it was hard to watch. Um, yeah, I'll say, it, look, I'll I'll go with yours. I'll go with your shout." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so good but they yeah, they shut the bed so good shout, mate. Um, <laughs> might get on to um the mailbag segment. A lot of these questions are obviously yep. for you and I'll chime in whenever sort of one that isn't directly just for you, but um what cool. uh your ideal three fours and FPL for February?
1: For February? Yeah, I think for Fairbum, we've already spoken um about this. I'm, I'm literally going Saint Maximin, uh Ollie Watkins and I'm thinking I'm going to stick with Dennis. Um, you know, it's it's tried and proven. Um, he scored the goals. He's a top scorer in the Premier League currently. Uh, it may be boring. The only other one, other ones outside of that, Richarlison, um, or um, who's the other one? Joe Allenson. You know, I'm I'm looking for people that are are different to score goals. You know, because I think the Ronaldo's, um, the Lukaku's. The even Antonio's um, Vardy. I'm not sure what's happened to Vardy. Is Vardy injured or he got COVID or I, I'm
0: not at uh, the
1: very I'm not ush sure, ush, uh? but yeah, yeah. They, Le- Leicester they, they hasn't,
0: should be back at training in the next week or two. So
1: yeah, Leicester hasn't been playing. So it's like, look, actually, maybe that's one Vardy because everyone's very quiet on him. Um, I will check the FDR. I'll have a look at the fixtures that are coming up because Vardy's another one. Like if he's in front of the goal, he's going to score. Um, and. Leicester's- uh,
0: Leicester's fixtures aren't great. They've got Brighton, then Liverpool, West Ham, Wolves, and then a blank.
1: Yeah, so you said for February. Yeah, all right, three forwards for February because the person's asked for three, so I'll just give you three. Ollie Watkins, uh, St. Maximin, and we'll go with Joel, Joel Linton. Done.
0: Yeah, no, I like Done. it. I think I went Ronaldo, Watkins, and who else? I went Dennis as well. Thing. Okay, fair enough. Um, next on we got, uh, what goal or best tackers of game week 21? So you got the Lanzini goal. uh yes. The assist from uh, Mwepo
1: and the yep. magic from Buendia. Okay, so the magic from Buendia, I'll start this way. The magic from Buendia, I really liked it because it's a turn and it also showed like great awareness Because it looks like he turns blind, but he doesn't. Like, he knows where he is. He understands his space behind him. It's a little like Zidane. It's a Zinedine Zidane-style kind of turn. And then the through ball that he gives uh, for the the assist for the goal is, like, world-class. So I love that. Uh, Mwepo's assist, the layoff. Look, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think he meant it. Because you see when he hits him on the inside of the foot and he spins around? Yeah. He's looking at the player, so I think he meant it, but could have easily just hit him on the inside of the foot, <laughs> and it's gone to his, it's gone to his teammate as well. But I well, no we're giving benefit doubt. Know. Yeah, no one will ever know. That's exactly right. You know, it's like, like when Zinchenko, uh, Zinchenko, sorry, lobbed the keeper uh, with with that cross. You know, and it finished in the side netting, and and the players were like, oh, you know, you didn't mean it. It was a cross, and he was like, no, no, of course I meant it. <laughs> um, the Lanzini goal is the best of the lot. It's yeah, a great little touch, great little touch. He's got the like that Iniesta move, the croqueta, just shifts it across the defender, like super quick feet. And the way it, like, I don't think he meant for it to pop up, but it just pops up, and he just volleys it, bang! Like, I, I like that. I loved it. What a goal!
0: Yeah, no, I, I was the saying That's one I picked as well. But I thought I'd let you pick and see if we matched up. But yeah, good razzle minds uh, think alike, mate.
1: Nah, that's it, mate.
0: That's it. Uh, Next time we got up, if there's one rule change you could add to um, FPL um, on what you've experienced this season, what would it be and why?
1: From what I've experienced, um, and I've spoken with uh, Matt Matt Day about this as well, is that once a game week's locked, find a way that those players are locked into that team. And it's simply because... Number one, you can't um, plan for the postponements. So it doesn't matter whether you're using the eye test or the, you know, XGEO or, you know, I've got the looking at the top 10K. It doesn't matter because if the games are cancelled, you're not going to have players on the pitch. And someone who is not doing, let's say, as much due diligence can get 11 on the pitch and they're going to score higher than you. That's just how the game works. So if there was a way to lock in that game week and then when those matches are revisited, it goes back to that game week and those players then play. So it almost like everyone comes up to par because then it would be as if uh each player has a thirty-eight games. Yeah. Because the way they do it at the moment is if you're lucky, you know, like we spoke before, you might get eleven on the park and then the double game weeks come and you've got eleven on the park twice. So yeah. it it's, you know, that's the one thing I would change is um is that like once the deadline is locked um if the premier league announce a postponement there is some kind of i don't know how they're going to do it if it's like an extra chip or there's like an extra feature to the app or you know like they lock the teams or whatever it is that's what i'd change because then it just makes it more fair you know that's all that's all i think and look that's less for myself and more for the people that are like highly invested in fpl you know, like I don't spend my whole week looking at my FPL team. I do talk about football. I talk about the premier league. Um, I'm not crunching numbers and, you know, doing things like that. I'm watching the matches. So for the people that are really putting in those hours, um, you know, we've got people that have written FPL books. I so I've found there's people that are doing spreadsheets. There's people that are Um, you know, coming up with formulas and algorithms. And I'm like, that's like, it's amazing. You know, like I love football and it's another great side of football and another way to enjoy the Premier League. Um, And I think it's a shame for those types of people that put in that work and then it's ruined just because like, I mean, I have a postponement for one reason or another. It can't be helped. It's a a real world problem. Um, But as a game, it you know, something could be done, I feel. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I think. Yeah.
0: No, see I, I like that as well. And I I just went with the the rolling transfer window. So say when a team plays, that's when it locks, and then you can still have access to make trades or transfers with whatever team that hasn't played yet and then just rolling sort of like the Euros, I guess, and um Yes. I mean, so that way, yeah. like say if you get postponed, you can then take that player out and then bring in a player from the the games that haven't been played yet or something like that sort of I think that could be a way around it but I'm just not sure obviously what what they'd have to do to be able to make that happen but I think that would be the best and fairest option I think
1: Yeah 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 of course I think uh, it would be nice as well if they let you have four players from a team Yeah you know cuz then you could have a goalkeeper defender midfielder and attacker and like it also it then lends to more more to people's bias like yeah. if you're a if you're a city fan, you'll probably have four. If you're a United fan, you might have four. You no, know, if you're <laughs> now <nah>, you wouldn't, <laughs> Yeah, you know, well, hey, hey, that's, that's your choice, you know? But, um, I think it's just, uh, it's a, another way to make teams different. Yeah. No, you know, like, exactly. because the template is like, man, everyone has the same players. <laughs> like, you know, um, I'm actually surprised that like ranks move up and down so much because I feel like everyone has similar players and especially when there was like that perma captain moment with Sala for about I, what was it, I eight, hate that eight game weeks there was no way of being there was no way of getting any kind of difference you know so yeah, yeah I think I, f- I hated four it the players
0: and I was just like you assess the situation if you like the matchup you go that play if you don't I mean I would never really looked in the EO much this year and obviously having a lot to do with the planner, he's really good at that. And, you know, it's helpful yeah. because he does all the heavy lifting and I just read what he writes. But um I'm kind of one of those players where I'll just go whoever I think is a good pick. And obviously it's worked some weeks, but then obviously Aubameyang is the, the downside of um, that life, mate. It's it's the life I chose and I'll ride, I'll fall on my sword if I have to. <laughs> so <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, next question is, for the Razzler, mate, uh, what does mm. he do to the souls of his opponents after he humiliates them in the competition?
1: <laughs> this, one, this one is ridiculous. And uh, I said that's why I like... I think I answered it on Twitter as well. But look, man, it, it's, it, this is a lot less sinister than people may believe. Um, if you have seen my content or you've watched me play... Um, Yes, I love doing skills. Yes, I love dribbling. Yes, I love going past players. You know, I think everyone does. Um, but do I like to humiliate people? No. Is my intention to humiliate people? No. I'm literally playing to enjoy myself, and everything I do is purposeful. It may not seem that way because, for I suppose, for some people, and especially with their. With their philosophy, everyone's everyone has their own philosophy or their own way of seeing football, right? It's what's beautiful about the game. Everyone's got different opinions. Yeah. But everything I do is either, one, to keep the ball, uh, two, to move the ball into a position where I can create a pass, a cross, a shot, something different, you know? I, I always play to keep possession. I I don't like making risks. Um, yeah. or, or number three, yeah, it's it's... It's literally to bring or to entice uh, players because you can dribble toward players and engage them, or you can bring players towards you and entice them. But either way, they're breaking defensive lines. So, you know, we're we're getting deep into the <laughs> into the philosophy of it now. Um, but yeah, man, there's a lot more to dribbling and skills than just humiliating people. That's that's that would be my uh, actually it's none. That's that's not my intention at all. See, um, I
0: heard you had a uh, glass chamber in the basement where you have everyone's souls, and if you're feeling generous, <laughs> you let one soul out at a day. At one at a time,
1: <laughs> I, I see, I see. Yeah, like that's why I said, like, it's like that room in Harry Potter where they all start just <laughs> all those memories start crashing. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, look, um, I, I, I'm not. I wouldn't even say I wish it was like that. No, nah, it's not like that at all. It's not like that at all. I I play purely purely for my team and for my own enjoyment and I play the way I love to play the game and that's it No,
0: nah no, I love it mate um, that's it last question is is there a center back Razzler amongst EPL today or past years
1: there sure is man center back Razzlers I tell you what um center backs are very good on the ball Man City uh, Diaz very good on the ball Razzler um, Thiago Silva very good on the ball Razzler, Chelsea. Um, even if we look at, I'm trying to think outside of those teams. Do you uh, know who Varane.
0: was really a Razzler from way back was uh, Vidic.
1: You think Vidic was a Razzler? Bro, Vidic, look, no. <laughs> For, <laughs> I would say Rio Ferdinand. Rio Ferdinand was a Razzler. Excellent on the ball. Uh, Lauren Blanc, Razzler. Excellent on the ball. Um, I'm trying to think of because centre backs are generally they're more they're more robust aren't they Franz yeah. Beckenbauer Razzler, <laughs> but he was, he was different he was different but there's some centre backs that can play like like for instance Fabinho right Fabinho can play centre back and he can also play uh, centre defensive mid yeah. Fernandinho centre back and centre defensive mid you know very good on the ball Van Dyke Van Dijk very good on the ball, um, Van Dyke's incredible on the ball. Have you seen when he was playing for Celtic and he's not making that guy in the corner? Yeah, Razzler, Razzler. So they are they are out there. You've just got to look for them. You've got to look for them.
0: No, definitely. Well, we might get into the guest seg- uh, section. Uh, usually we have like a guest question. So I've got like a little little uh, guest <sighs> quiz. You've got to just pick one. I answer
1: can see or this. I can see this. Yes.
0: So the first one is, <laughs> these are people who has more FPL points. So I oh, haven't shown okay. you the player names because I didn't want you to cheat. So uh, <laughs> okay first, first one is Mane or Mount, who has more FPL points? Mount. Incorrect. It really, is Mane Marta has more? Wow, okay. Just by a point. Um, ben Rama or Smith Rowe? Ben Rama. Correct. Uh, uh. S- Says or from uh, Wolves, the defender, yep. or Sterling?
1: Yep. Oh, Says.
0: Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, uh, Vardy yeah. or Ward Prowse?
1: Oh, Ward Prowse.
0: Correct. <laughs> uh, Foden or Marez? Marez. Mate, four out of five. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. I sort of thought yeah. I'd try and make it hard for you, but you nailed it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: Okay, now on to our guest question, mate. If you've been held hostage and the only way to get your freedom was to pick a play to beat Ronaldinho in a street football match, who would you pick <laughs> and why?
1: Let me tell you, I would pick myself. <laughs> and,
0: I, and I'd tell you I'd why. i it too, mate.
1: I'd tell you why. Because if you're held hostage, right, it's... It's either I'm going to win and get my freedom, or it's the last day, but at least I played against Ronaldinho. So it's win-win. <laughs> is yeah, It's I win-win. It, That's you a know? great
0: strategy, actually. I sort of, I went Neymar. I was going to pick you, but I went Neymar just because. <laughs> look,
1: hey, mate. <laughs> but then, look, you're not going to play against Ronaldinho, are you? Neymar is. He's already played against him.
0: I could just imagine Ronaldinho beating him and I'm just standing <laughs> to death anyway and I didn't even get to fight my own
1: life. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs>
0: well, even though we're sort of halfway through the, the game week, sort of looking at obviously next week, I've just uh, obviously got in Coutinho early, so that's sort of my plan at the moment. I sort yep. of haven't really looked at captaincy shouts. Um, is there any early transfers you're looking at for next week?
1: Um, Early transfers... Yes, I'm going to be looking to, I know this is going to sound probably crazy, but I'll either move on Masawaku or I will move on Bowen because I want to bring in, um, I want to bring back in Rafinha or I'm going to bring in Foden or Bernardo Silva. So I'll bring in my third city player or, yeah. uh, or, or get Rafinha. Back into my side from Leeds because let me just have a real quick look here um, transfers. Let's have a real quick look because I, I think th- Leeds
0: have got Newcastle, Villa, Everton, so three pretty decent fixtures.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's what I was looking at. And Raf, he's one of those guys, man. You know, you've 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 got to be in it to win it. You've got to have him if you wanted a razzle. Um, he's just yeah, he's one of those incredible players, you know, like everyone's. I remember when everyone was like, oh, I think it's a time off. You know, I think you now Rafinha's had his moment. He's not going to keep it up. And then he scored like three game weeks in a row. And got assists May as well just say
0: that it's uh, Newcastle versus Rafinha. They shouldn't even be called Leeds anymore. They should just be called Rafinha.
1: <laughs> Praise. Hey, he's keeping them up. He's Rafinha, keeping them United. <laughs> up. Yeah. Where's Leeds in terms of the – let me have a look at the uh, – where's the table here? I think they're pretty
0: close to relegation. So if they do sell him to Munich, which I really don't think they will, but if they do... Well, that's do, why I took
1: him out. That's exactly why I took him out, right? So
0: 16th. So they're only... Yeah. They're only uh, six points from safety, so...
1: Yeah, that, that was the reason why I took him out, because I saw that rumour about him going to buy Munich. Um, I have no Chelsea defenders at the moment as well, because I'm waiting, obviously, for blank game weeks, but... I got rid of Rüdiger quick because Rüdiger has been rumored to go to like PSG, Bayern, Juventus, Real Madrid, everywhere else, you know? Um, and Rüdiger does, I, f- I feel like he does want to move. He hasn't re-signed. Um, he is being, um, I suppose his agent's looking in different places, you know? I don't know why, but it's just, it's just been the rumor. Um, so yeah, I took Rüdiger out and I took Raph out for that same reason. Um, and then, yeah, yeah. obviously could, you know Coutinho comes in I've got Mike Nelly I've got Lucas Moura um so yeah that's my plan going forward mate Raf back in or I think this time it's going to have to be Foden I'm thinking Foden more so than Bernardo Silva mate yeah
0: Foden's looking good actually
1: quite good (laughs) he's looking incredible you know and I think now's the time as well I think now's Foden time
0: they have have good fixtures too so definitely rate that pick well, that um, wraps up our pod, mate. Thanks for coming on. It's been a, I mean, it been a longer pod, but I mean, I do enjoy talking football with you, mate. So that's probably why it's been a bit longer.
1: No, man, it was great. I remember you saying like, "Oh, it's just going to be a short one." I was like, "Oh, well, we'll see," because um, <laughs> you know, I know myself. I can talk for Australia, so uh, especially, especially about FPL and football, and you know, everything that makes the round ball uh, roll, as they say. Um nah, so yeah, it's been me. brilliant, We're man. Both. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. No,
0: nah, perfect. Well head over to um our Twitter page, FPL underscore amateur underscore Oz, and then all of D ten stuff, head over to at D ten Football as well as I think you're on TikTok and Instagram as well, aren't you?
1: Yes, yes. Yep, yeah,
0: definitely. So he puts up great content. I think my favorite video at the moment is the Saint Maxim Maximum one where he does the skill move that Saint Max did. So definitely check it out. I think I've put it up on uh, my Twitter page sort of as the advertisement for D10 coming on tonight. So definitely um, check it out and uh, head over to Podbean, Spotify, iTunes to check out our um, podcast. And also if you do head to iTunes, remember to leave a five-star rating. If you don't like it, um, just rate it anyway, just five stars. That would be friendly. And uh, head over to Spotify. (laughs) um, They have the new ratings on there so you can – rate it five stars and hopefully um, spread our pod to people that sort of haven't heard about us. So, But, yeah, good luck for the rest of the week. Hopefully um, everyone ends up with some green arrows and some decent hauls with the the games remaining. But, yeah, good luck next week, D10. And hopefully this week you finish uh, with a green arrow, mate.
1: Yeah, I think I will. I'm looking all right at the moment above the average still. Um, So, yeah, we'll have have to wait and see, mate. As you know, anything can happen. Uh, This time last week was doom and gloom and then all of a sudden Bowen turned it around so <laughs> you know the same can happen again and it can happen reverse ways so yeah man, I'm just gonna keep enjoying FPL enjoying this uh, this community and um, and enjoying the Premier League matches that's it yeah definitely
0: well will see you okay. right next one.